unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. And please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? It's Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I am your host, Christopher Roush of the Raw and Unscripted Show, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. And we appreciate you guys being here, whether you're live or on the replay. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, if you're just joining the conversation, participate with us. This is a conversation with you, so ask us questions, engage with us in the comments. We're having a little bit of a problem tonight with the Facebook comments. We might not be able to see them, but I have my monitor up here, and hopefully everything will be working a-okay. And I've had some internet issues today. A bunch of my friends have had internet issues today, so I don't know if it's something in the air. There's a lot of electricity in the air. Halloween's coming. Or maybe it's because I have such a kick-ass guest today that the electricity and the wires are just going like crazy. Going crazy, baby. Yeah, actually, my monitor's already not working. That's pretty weird. Um, so what's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys or girls? Guess what it is? Guess what it is? Look at my ring. Look at my ring. Can you see that? Ooh, Halloween. It's coming up on Halloween. What are you guys doing for Halloween? What's going on? How's everything going? And yeah, it's the eclipse. Somebody just told me it's the eclipse. I just saw that. Thank you for that comment. Um, yeah, so Halloween is coming up here in the United States. I know we have viewers and listeners on the podcast all over the world. So thank you guys for being here. We appreciate you. And um, we're looking forward to a, an amazing conversation tonight. And we're going to be talking about a lot of different things. So most importantly, we're going to be talking about your health. And this is something we all need to take very seriously. So I'm going to warn you in advance get something to write with, take some notes. As always, implement what it is that you hear on the show. Just one or two things. It doesn't have to be five things. Just implement something from the show on a consistent basis and watch how your life changes. Watch how the things in your life, you know, Dr. Wayne Dyer says, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And I think that's one of the most powerful quotes. I'm a quote person. I love quotes. Um, and I think that's really what's it, what, what the message is for tonight is really just getting in tune with ourselves and paying attention to what's going on in the world and, and doing our part to make the world a better place. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about Hurricane Ian here in just a little bit. But for right now, I want, as you guys know, I support this amazing organization called Help Heal Humanity, www.helphealhumanity.org. It's an amazing organization. I'm on the board of directors. I've been on there for now two years. Serena Buffalino, who's been a guest on the show many times, also a guest on the Unfiltered Experience, just an incredible serving individual. And one of the beautiful things about this organization is nobody takes a paycheck. Now, when I was, I've always been donating to organizations all most of my life. I shouldn't say all my life because I didn't do it when I was six years old, but most of my life. And one of the things I've always wondered about organizations is does the money really go to the effort that they're raising money for? Or is it going to the guy with, you know, 17 bedrooms and 18 bathrooms in his house? Uh, we've heard those stories, you know, the United Way had some fraud going on and some other people had some fraud going on once upon a time. But Help Heal Humanity is 100%. The money goes to the expenses. And so if you are looking for an organization or a charity to support, please, please, please consider if you get value, when you get value out of this particular broadcast, um, consider doing something, whether it's five bucks, 10 bucks, 25 bucks, 200 bucks, whatever it is that you can do. Because trust me, when you donate to a cause that is worthy as Help Heal Humanity or the other one we're gonna be talking about here tonight, um, it's pretty incredible. You go to bed feeling at night like I fed some people, I put some people into school. And that's something we're doing with Help Heal Humanity irregardless of the devastation that's going on in Haiti. And because of that devastation that's going on in the country of Haiti, you can't, you can't miss it if you watch the news. Um, we are still attempting to send kids to school. Not only that, actually feed them. 
And I heard a news report today that said, you know, that they're on a stage four level food insecurity where like half the population is in jeopardy of not being able to eat. And that is that is that is atrocious. Nobody in the spinning blue marble that we are so fortunate to be on should not go to sleep hungry. I've done it personally in my life when I was homeless, and it's not a good feeling, especially if you're trying to go to school and you're trying to study and everything else like that. So Help Heal Humanity right now is raising $1 million to send kids to school. Not only that, we're still taking care of the homeless population in Hamilton, Ontario, and we've got some things coming up here in California and Los Angeles we're going to be doing with the homeless and also kids and at-risk youth. So Help Heal Humanity, I'm sponsoring that uh, organization here on the show. You guys see that if you've been a, a frequent watcher. Um, so we appreciate you guys for doing that. And go check out the website, helphealhumanity.org. You can see all about it. If you're inspired to join our cause, feel free. There's a volunteer tab there. You can do fundraising events. You can potentially join the board of directors with me. Um, so let us know what your desire is and how we can support you. And we appreciate you guys. And of course, we love Serena and the rest of the team at Help Heal Humanity, um, they, you know, who I work with. And they also do the Help Heal Humanity show. So I'm on that show as well, once or twice a month. So appreciate you guys uh, checking that out as well. So um, yeah, tonight we got an amazing show for you. It's so weird because I think uh, what's going on here is the comments aren't showing up and I'm used to seeing all you guys being here for the show. Uh, and I know there are some of you guys watching and uh, I'm just wondering what is going on. So I'm just going to hang on with me for a second. Let me see if I can get this thing to work so I can try to see the comments from some other place. Um, and I don't know if I can do that. I can see there's there I am. So if you guys are commenting, I'll probably say this a few times. If you guys are commenting, thank you for commenting. I can't see it right now. There's a technical difficulty with the software that I'm using to broadcast this called StreamYard. So we apologize to not be able to see your comments, but we love and appreciate you guys. And I'll go back and definitely forward those questions over to our guests or make sure we answer them live on there if I can see them on the screen over here. So thank you guys for being here. And um, like I said before at the top of the show, one of the most important aspects of our life, one of the most important aspects that we could take care of is ourselves. Self-love is the first love. You know, it's not being selfish. We're growing up as kids sometimes to be, don't be selfish, don't be stingy. Think of everybody else first. Those kinds of little comments that we heard as kids. But I can tell you in my journey, in my own personal experience, when you love and take care of yourself, you have so much more capacity to do things for other people. And oftentimes I talk to my coaching clients or I talk to prospective coaching clients and I'll ask them a very simple question just to kind of gauge where they're at in their journey. And I'll ask them and I'll say, okay, I'm gonna ask you a question. And I want you to answer it as fast as possible without thinking about it. Just tell me what your gut reaction is. And they're like, okay, what are you going to ask me? And I say, do you love yourself? Yes or no? And inevitably, I did this over COVID the last couple of years. I gave over a couple of hundred coaching sessions away for free, just my way of paying it forward, keeping you guys inspired. And I thought, you know, something just told me this little whisper said, hey, Chris, ask him this question. And so about 75% of 200 people actually had a challenge answering that question honestly and like saying, yeah, I love myself. You know, there was definitely 25% of the people, yeah, I love myself, Chris, what kind of question is that? But 75% of those people said, yeah, well, I love myself, but, or I'm not sure, oh, wow, that's a great question, I really know, okay. So when you think about that, answering that for yourself out in radio land or TV viewing land, if you guys are watching this live on the video cast, you know, that's something really important for you to kind of digest. If you have trouble answering that question, you need to start doing some deep inner work. And one of the best ways that you could start taking care of yourself is taking care of your health. And I talk to people about this all the time hydration, nutrition, sleep, exercise. If you could just get those, right? Monitor your sleep. I have an aura ring next to my little my little Halloween ring that I'm wearing. So I have an aura ring. This tracks my sleep. It tells me about my deep sleep. It tells me about my REM sleep. It tells me how many times I moved. It tells me all the data because when you get effective sleep, when you actually get that deep sleep, that restorative sleep, and you get some REM sleep, it's amazing how much different you feel in the day. 
And I used to sleep really well, but I would sleep because I would drink or I would sleep because of something else. And then I started finding out from this, from this aura ring that, yeah, I would sleep, but I wouldn't get restorative sleep. Same thing with hydration. When you think about your body, your body is like 70%, 80% water. Hydrate. If you're not feeling good, if you feel like shit, you're making cloudy decisions, your energy's down. If your body is 70% water and you're not hydrating, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, you're not operating at full capacity, not full efficiency. And if you say that you love somebody so very much that you would do anything in the world for them, but you're not taking care of yourself. I love my kids so much. I would do anything. I would take a bullet for them. Okay. How's your hydration? How's your nutrition? How's your sleep? How's your exercise? Oh, I don't have time for that, Chris. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Okay. So if you drop dead at 50, are you going to be happy that your kids get to grow up without you? Well, no. Okay, so how about repositioning that and saying, hey, it's not selfish. Hey, I'm going to prioritize my health, my nutrition, everything else in my life so that I can be the best. So I can be the absolute best for my family, for the people that I'm serving, for myself, and for my legacy that I want to leave. And that's what we're going to be talking about. We have Dr. Joe D. Bear that's going to be on the house, on the, in the, in the house for a second. Um, she's a holistic nutritionist. She's a certified health coach. She's a speaker, consultant, author, trainer, and a very kick-ass lady. Please welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show, Dr. Joe D. What's up? Jody. Everything, everything, everything. And you are so up. I'm going, well, he just said everything that I was saying. I mean, I'm so glad that we're so in alignment. And by the way, Chris, I just want to let you know, these comments aren't coming, but you are up on Facebook. I was just watching. So it Thank is you. up, whatever it's doing, but whatever we go under, over, around and through. And before we kick this off, I just want to give you your, all the, the, praise and honor for being a part of our first Hurricane Ian event. Here you are such a servant leader. When you say that you're help healing uh, this humanity, I know you are. Because what did you do? You came back because it was 12 hours of our telethon and we had a speaker that frankly somebody in the UK thought it was Sunday and not Saturday. Hello, kitty cat. Oh, it's so pretty. And so I love kitties. So what, what did you do? You came back because you serve. And I am so honored to be on your show and just be raw and unscripted the 68 and a half year old way, Dr. Jody. Hell yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you said you said it 68 and a half years old. Would you think, let me just, let me just beautiful woman, beautiful woman, striking woman. She's done the work, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be talking about that here today. And since you mentioned Hurricane Ian, and thank you so much for that, we're going to be showing a video here in just a few moments, but I want to just dive into you. We actually got, we got to, we got Facebook comments. Yay. We got Debbie. Debbie Dorf is in the house. Debbie's going to be my guest on my Friday night show this week on the Unfiltered Experience with Scott. So thank you, Debbie, for being here. And I'm actually going to get to meet Debbie in person on November 14th or something like that. It's going to be super exciting. So thank you, Debbie, for being here. We got Robert Broker in the house. What's up, Robert? He says, hey, Christopher, sorry I'm late. Uh, hex therapy goes long. I need to be more mindful. Hey, Robert, we appreciate you, brother. Whenever you get here, you get here. You can always catch it on the replay. We appreciate you, brother. So we are getting comments. So that's awesome. Thank you guys for being here. So I want to start off with this, Dr. Joe D. Where does the doctor come from? Talk to us about that journey of becoming a doctor. I've got a holistic nutritionist degree, PhD. And what I can tell you, I've got 12 certifications and different modalities. Became a health coach when here it's always a need. If your guests are out there listening, when somebody is leaning on you for something, it's probably a calling and you'll always be equipped. I was an expectant mother at a Lelechi League meeting, which is a support group for women who are going to breastfeed or have had just newborns. And of course, Chris, you can understand this. I have no filter like you have no filter. And I looked at this table of food and I'm going, 
This has two food groups, additives and preservatives. Are we going to put this in our baby's bodies one way or the other? And the president of the organization was there and she said with attitude, well, then why don't you do something about it? And I did. Six months later, I got my first certification as a health coach. But when I got my passion, I just must tell you, it's always serving others, just like you serve others. You're such a servant leader. You're way more than a coach. You're war may, way more than a motivational speaker. When I got the call, you know that call, Chris, that you, it just drops you to your knees. Oh, yeah. I'm now with <laughs> two babies, both under a year and a half. And my mother called and says, Jody, I've got cancer. They're giving me six months to live. Oh, my God. And I took those babies, 18 months and two months, took them and flew back to Laurel, Montana. There I found my purpose. In that little Laurel, Montana library, I blew off the dust of this book. It was Edgar Casey's Protocols. And I said, Mother, I found something. And she had three years length of life. We celebrated when we got to week seven and there, thereafter. And when she transitioned out of this world, she said, Jody, you've given me hope. Give it to others. And that's how my journey began. And people just as my sons were extraordinary in, in their modality of swimming and sports, and they never got sick. And people started asking me. And the next thing you know, I'm in a man's world as a corporate health consultant. It was always the next thing you know, because I just wanted to pour into people. So in the year 1998, I began my coursework for my PhD. Guess what happened in 2020? Do not take that long. I finally defended my dissertation. What else are you going to do during COVID? And right. my youngest son said to me, mother, at least you weren't grandma Moses's age when he finished up. But it was just a piece of paper because I'd been doing it all along. Thanks for asking, right. Chris. No, that's beautiful. I mean, that's that's quite an accomplishment, a PhD. I've got a master's degree. And people have asked me, like, are you going to go for your PhD? I'm like, nah. No, I can't even imagine being called Dr. Christopher, no excuses route or something like that. It's just, plus I, I, I spent 12 years in school getting my master's degree and I was like, you know what, I'm kind of done with that. I'm going to go on to life learning and everything else. But I'm just I'm just proud to, to know you and, and to know your enthusiasm, because at 68 and a half years old, you're beautiful, you're vibrant, you're on point and everything. So talk to us about that journey. I mean, what were those first steps in, in, in taking your health seriously? Were you a preservative person before or was that your upbringing? Was your mom like, you know, into Whole Foods and, and the four food groups and all that kind of stuff? Is that how you were raised? I mean, really in Montana, we had our garden and all of that. But I'll tell you, I was I was raised a classically trained vocal musician. My mother was a widow woman. She became a widow at 36 and she poured into me. She poured hope. That's what I teach about. That's what my passion is when I when I speak as a motivational speaker, because she gave me lessons that I could ill afford. You see, I found out I had a really get a great gift. And when I sang, it lifted my mother out of depression. And the next thing you know, I'm singing at all the concert halls of the world. I sang with the New York City Opera. Ever had one of those days, Christopher, that just hits you out of the blue? I was going to oh, sing. Tons. <laughs> Both positive yes. and negative. Ever. And I was on my way going to sing Handel's Messiah and do the soprano role with the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra, broadsided by a Lincoln Continental. I was in oh, a wow. field, Spitfire. And the next moment... I waked up my waking moment. I was in a surgical halo. I was paralyzed from the shoulders on up. I didn't know that. Wow. Yes. And, and my mother came back to me once again, that's my message of hope. And she looked up to me and said, Jody, 
with her Norwegian accent, Chody, the doctors only see what they see. They don't know who you are. So uh, this is my message to your listening audience. If you have something hit you out of the blue, if something hits you, do you know who you are? Because guess what? I implemented what I had learned in college. I was 24 years old. What I'd learned in college about inflammation. And now I did smuggle a few um, acupuncture needles in with an acupuncturist in St. Paul Hospital. I've always been kind of a rebel. Yeah, good. I, I like it. left that bed by myself and walked out of that hospital six months later. Six months. Wow. You were in a hospital for six months. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. my God. How did you get through that mentally at 24 years of age? Mentally, I was, I was strong. I was acute because I just, I kept saying to myself as I was reading my scriptures, what else are you going to do? You're paralyzed. You can't move. And obviously that's why I have that zest for life. 6,000 road races, 14 marathons, four triathlons, a half marathon, a half Ironman, because I know every single time I, I step out of the bed, it's, it's a gift. I know, I know, I know. But that time when I went into me and I read the scriptures, what else are you going to do? My mother would turn the pages and I said, I'm going to get strength and hope. Uh, That's why I teach on the six pillars of foundational health. It starts with your spiritual health. And then you go down and I said, I will, I will move. I will move. And I remember like it was yesterday. It's 44 years ago. I felt something in my neck. And I remember saying to the doctor, I had attitude. I said, see? <laughs> You're like, see, that's what's up. That's what I'm going to be doing. I mean, it, it's, it's true. I mean, the power of the mind, people disregard that. Like, oh yeah. But I mean, you know, I've, I've got actually, he's going to be a show. He was on my, I used to have a radio show before I had Ron Unscripted. And so I had this guy, Gary Barnes was on there and he wrote a book, How a Beaver Saved My Life. And he was in literally the same situation. I mean, he was paralyzed and he imagined a beaver was eating away at the, the damage that was done to his spine. And he just sat there every day. He had nothing to do. He's going to be actually on my show again. Cause I was like, I was like, dude, that was so inspiring. We need to have you back on. It's been five years since I've talked to him, but he told me, he goes, I was, he goes, Chris, I had nothing to do. So I just imagined one beaver was chomping away at it. And I had more beavers and then all of a sudden now he walks and he's a professional speaker. He's an amazing guy. His name, his name's Gary Barnes, but yeah, the power of the mind, people disregard that. Talk to us about that. Talk to us about how we can, we can shift our perspective about how powerful the mind is. The it's mindsight, but it begins with vision. And I think before vision, it's gratitude. I don't ever start my day. And if I, if I can give a tip on anything when, when, and, and at 68 and a half, when I'm so, okay, I'm on this, this side of the earth, I'm grateful, but I do, I do one thing. And and I would tell your listeners to go and your viewers to go to my website, drjody.com. You can see in my blog, my ebook, it's 10 rituals to rock your day. You do these 10 rituals, it will be amazing. You see, because if you start your day with gratitude, just even going up and lifting your hands, if you don't do yoga, but you lift it up to the earth, guess what that does with that frequency? It lifts your mind. And that's, if you're not into all of that, that's what I believe in doing. Lift your mind. And then at the end of the day, gratitude. After you've done your affirmations, everybody's heard your I am's. It's not a, well, I'm going to, I think I must. Yes. There you go. And the 10 rituals for an AM, I like to say rock your day. My VA put it up with the wrong name, but it's okay. But it's, that's it because it's that gratitude. And then you go in, I, I do lemon water. This is what I do. I do lemon water by the side of my bed 
one third to two thirds, because that acidity, believe it or not, will make you alkaline. Mm -hmm. Then I use a tongue depressor, go ahead and do some frankincense oil. And then I'm off doing a Qigong walk. And I also swim. Sometimes I, I, I do yoga or whatever, but do your thing. But the most important thing, after you exercise, you come back in, take a shower. Okay. Thank you for putting that up there. You take a shower, you go ahead and end your shower with hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold at the end on your spine from the top of your head, your top chakra to your bottom chakra. Guess what that does? It realigns your spine naturally. It's the greatest greatest immunity builder. Then spray your body down with magnesium spray, because as you said, your hydration, your, your skin is the largest organ in your body. That's what I do. Magnesium spray with a little bit of coconut oil. I'll sometimes brush my skin because that's very, very important. It it will hydrate naturally. It will hold that water. And then I go and take a quick meditation because when you slow down, you can speed up. It keeps you Mm. focused. And I don't really think I answered your question, but I got into that. But those 10 rituals are something that I've done forever. But it begins with mindset, which is your skill set which begins with your vision, as Wallace D. Waddle said, the best thing you can do is make the most out of yourself. Hell yeah. And it, it's so important what you're talking about is something I'm super passionate about as well. And I may have mentioned it on your show for everybody watching. I was just recently on your show. And one of the things that I do when I first start the day is I've sat there and I started researching years ago, what do successful people do? Like, I just was curious. I started Googling it years and years ago. What do successful people do? How do they start their day? And as a result, I started reading, uh, I read Robin Sharma's book, The 5 a.m. Club, and I started getting addicted to like, wow, he starts his day at four o'clock in the morning. It's like, we're actually 5 a.m. I think he's called, is it called the 4 a.m. or 5 a.m.? I can't remember now, I just drew a blank, but it doesn't matter. Robin Sharma, it's an amazing book. And I sat there and I said, okay, and every successful person that I started studying had a specific morning ritual that they kind of kicked off their day. So I've incorporated in my life, at the very least, I start my day when I wake up, I don't open my eyes right away. As I sit there and I say what I'm grateful for. So you were talking about gratitude. I think gratitude is one of the most missed opportunities in the world today because we always look at things that we don't have. Like literally, if I tell people, like, look around your room right now and tell me everything that's blue. You're going to be like, that's blue, that's blue, that's blue, that's blue, that's blue. I'm like, okay, tell me what was green. Well, Chris, I was looking at blue. Well, that's what the problem with today's world is. We're looking at everything we don't have and realizing and thinking that we're comparing ourselves to what we think we should have. When I wake up in the morning, I'm like, man, first of all, I'm grateful I woke up. I'm grateful for my son sleeping in the room next to me. I'm grateful if I have a home. I'm grateful for the electricity. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And I spend like two minutes listing out common things, but also uncommon things. Like I'm thankful for the person who made my bed. I'm thankful for the person who delivered my bed, whatever it might be. And then before I open my eyes, I say what my intentions are for the day. I intend on making the world a better place for who I am and what I do. I intend on being present and playful with my son. I intend on taking better care of my body and my mind than I did yesterday. I in, and I set the intention for the day so that as, as I'm going through the day, hmm, did I set the intention to be pissy? Did I set the intention to be negative? Did I set the, no, Chris. Okay, what did you set the intention for today? Pick one and then go do that right now. So if I set the intention to make the world a better place and I haven't done like a post or a video or a walk and talk or something like that or called somebody, I do that right away and it resets my mind. So talk to us about, you know, aside from your morning rituals, what are some other things that you recommend for people to do or maybe stop doing as part of their morning rituals that some people may think that is a good thing? And and 
when you were saying about, I want to, can I parlay what you were just saying when you were saying what you're laying with your intention and all of this, because what that is, is gratitude is attitude. I love that because when you first wake up in that theta state, in that theta state is when it goes down into your unconscious mind. So it's set in there for the day. You do it at the end of your day. You are in that theta state as well. Most important thing you can do that. So on to your questions. Some of the things that people don't do, like everything, yeah. um, they, they do. I, th I think one of the biggest myths that people think, well, I'm healthy because I work out. Do you know that's the, they say it's diet and exercise. Think about the word. Mm -hmm. And, and if you spend too much time on dieting, you're going to die it. But actually exercise is not it. And I'll tell you why exercise is not it. Because exercise really suppresses the liver. The biggest pandemic in the world right now is, uh, is fatty liver disease. It is not anything else. Fatty liver, liver disease has grown 65% since COVID. 65%. And, yeah. Wow. And it's not alcoholism. You know what it is? Stress. Oh, really? Because the fatty liver, foods. What was that? You thought it was booze, right? I thought, no, I thought it was fatty foods. Fatty yeah. foods, booze. Everybody thinks that. But it's stress. Everything comes from stress. So think about the things, ladies and gentlemen, that you can de-stress. It's not, it's kind of a it's kind of a curious world we have right now. Come on, you know, who, who even watches the news? You've got to be above the fray. And the best way you can do that is what did I do? My, that intention is a great thing. What did I do for my body today? What did I do to make it a better, you know, better thing to that house? Because I look at things and say about this food, is it going to help me or hurt me? Yeah, and cool. sure, I'll have French fries. I'll have a cheat time, but I know that if you look at everything, is it going to help me or hurt me? And when you were saying about billionaires with uh, Sharma, um, actually, you know, there are no, there are no coincidences, only creator co coincidences. I pulled up in a, a speech that I did a way a long time ago, five of the seven things that top billionaires do. Are you interested? Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. See, take care of your health to see what your body needs your body listening to your body it will tell you any billionaire will tell you that you need good energy good health because then as you said at the very beginning you can be at optimal health billionaires never worry about their health after they've gotten sick they take care of it proactively yeah <clears throat> your idea won't get off the ground your vision won't get off the ground you when you're tired and unfit this billionaire went on to say that if you're stressed you won't develop it and when you're stressed and your liver is stressed and that's where it's housed, then it goes into the toxic waste dump of indigestion is where mm -hmm. I'm going to do a symposium on Thursday called Dr. Talk, complain our health sandbox. We're talking about indigestion. When you have indigestion, what's the second best part of your thinking is your gut. You already mentioned it. Yeah. So if you have indigestion because you have stress in your liver, your gut can't work. And then you're constipated and the rest of the rest is history. Okay. So, mm -hmm. So the second thing that they said was meditation and you don't have to do it long. I have a product that I created on my website called confidence tones. It is the best all around alpha beta sophisia, not expensive at all. And you can put it, and even the, even the doggy liked it in the background. Yeah. You know, you know, Somebody you rang the doorbell. My dog is a, my dog is a doorbell freak. 
you know, but he heard, you know, I was thinking that he heard the, the frequency, but beta, gamma, alpha, everything from, from anxiety to weight management, which I've had a million pounds of toxic fat lost in my practice, to things like, uh, things like having better sex, better sleep, all of it. So meditation and then relaxation to turn it off. Like you said, see, you are a billionaire in the making. When you said you're just lay and you had that intention of what you're there, there for and that relaxation first thing in the morning and last. And they said that they believe in level one health. And this parlays into my quote, no food tastes as good as health feels. Uh, oh, say that again. Say that again, Slower. No food tastes as good as health feels. Oh, what is that about? What is that about food tasting and, and the endorphins release? You know, it's like I think about that as well. I'm like French fries. I, you mentioned French fries. And I started salivating. I love French fries. But what is it about that? The 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 the, the endocrine system or the, the the what's going on inside of us to say, oh, I have to have more of that because it tastes good, rather than really thinking about the long term aspect of what our what it's doing to our health because we've been programmed we are so used to sugar you know you can go to uh, fries french fries get them from mcdonald's and they have given you exactly a half a cup of sugar on those french fries what? sugar in yeah. french fries oh my god i didn't even know that i thought it was just salt and well i know mcdonald's they, they last forever they're, they're made out of something else or something they're made out of something else so, some frank i call it franken food but that's what it's it's undoubtedly sugar it's a, because we're addicted to this. Why do you think that we have such a high rise of diabetes? Because we're used to that sugar. They started putting sugar in their food big time. You remember the fat-free craze? You probably do. Oh, oh yeah. All of foods are fat-free in the 80s. And, and I thought this was going to be crazy. Why did they do this? Let's back up. Because they started pre putting NPK fertilizer on food to make it grow faster, which there's... and. And it took out 96% of the nutrients. That's why eat organic. Even organic is only 65% organic. It's better really? to look at your food. Better to look at your food and say, okay, am I going to get my, my grapes from the grape yard vineyard down in Claremont, Florida? I live in Florida. Or am I going to get them organic from Columbia? Ask yourself about your food. How far does it travel? It will taste better. That's why buy food local is even better than organic. That's why we put all that and we've, we've, we've just, um, we've just made it. I'm, I'm thinking of a bad word. It starts with a B, but we've adulterated the food. I'm going to put it that way and be a lady, but we've really done that adulterated thing to our food because we made it not taste good. So we could make more of it. Is that just crazy? There is mm -hmm. more. Why do we do gluten-free? You're going to love this one. Oh, yeah. Gluten-free is because there is more Roundup in a in a loaf of bread than if you go down to Home Depot and spray your yard. Say what? Yeah. So gluten-free bread has has Roundup in it. Or no, that's why they do. No, regular bread does. Wheat, okay. wheat does. That's why we eat gluten-free. Not because we need to eat gluten-free, but the wheat is so. It's just adulterated, that it's homogenized, pasteurized, adulterated. I, I was doing a seminar before COVID with, with the Amish back in Iowa. Wow. And I eat gluten-free. I have a gluten intolerance. And I thought, well, in Rome, do as the Romans do. They were making these hand-rolled pizzas. I don't do dairy. And you know, Christopher, I ate a piece of that pizza and I didn't get sick because it was natural. 
It was, they didn't put all the garbage in it. So when you can keep the garbage out of your food and remember that it's wheat, milk, and soy make yeast, mold, and fungus. And so, (laughs) yeah, so that you say, okay, so where has this food been? Where does it go? And remember if they, I I would just love to eat the whole thing. You know, the, the last piece of cake tastes the same as the first piece. Yep, have that have that little piece. And something you said, and thank you, Jody. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab a couple of these comments real quick. We got some amazing people in the house. We got, uh, of course, Robert. We, we got Robert in the house. We've got uh, we got Daniel Hall in the house. He says Christopher Roush, Peekaboo from Maryland. What's going on, Daniel Hall? Thank you, brother. He and I are both on the Owl app. I've talked about that here on the show a bunch. Um, Debbie says here, Dr. Jody, you look amazing, and you do. Daniel Hall comments here and says, beautiful story, Dr. Jody Bear. Thank you for that. We got Robert is as verbose um, as usual. He says, gratitude continues to be a perpetual source of power. Hell yeah, Robert. Thank you, man. And uh, Daniel says here, that's great. We tell our kids every day, your attitude defines your altitude and we raise our hands up. Whoop, whoop. Hello. We got Nelly in the house hooked on. We have hooked on humanity. We were talking about healing healing humanity earlier. We have our dear sister from another mister, uh, Nelly here. It says, hello, you all. She's actually going to be on my Friday night show here coming up pretty pretty soon. And speaking of my Friday night show, there's my co-host, Scott Goyette. He says, gratitude is the attitude. Thank you, brother Scott, for being here. We appreciate you. And we got, uh, oh, yeah. I knew when you were when you were saying, oh, Scott, oh, this is not coming up. Oh, there it is. It's a little slower. Scott said, program in the theta. Boom. He's all about the theta state and the alpha state and all that stuff that I don't understand still. But I let him be the expert on that. <clears throat> So you mentioned something and I thought it was really fascinating when I really started taking my health more seriously. I think as I get older, I take it more seriously. Um, I read the book wheat belly. Have you read that book? Yes. Wow. That talk to talk to us. I mean, because you talked about wheat. for me, I didn't even finish the book. I got in there and found about the genetic genetic modification of wheat and how it passed. It didn't even have to go through the U S agricultural situation when they started modifying it and corn and the modification of that and how that's in everything. It really grossed me out. I mean, I, I really went, I probably, I, I need to get back to it. I was doing six days a week, like really, really, really good. And then one day was like my cheat day. Um, talk to us about the wheat and the corn and everything else. Like kind of what you're saying with the roundup and everything. Let's scare some people. Well, it's, 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 yeah, let's scare them. Okay. Because so, everything's whole grains. Like, oh, you got to have whole grains, whole grains, whole grains. I'm like, I stopped eating wheat bread. I stopped eating bread. Exactly. You know, but you can go, you can go, you and your wife would go to Europe, eat that bread, you'd be fine. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah, we did it in Italy. Yeah. Exactly, because their soil hasn't been adulterated. We 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 will not get it back. Just remember, you think about um back in the Civil War. What did they have? They in the Civil War era, they kept mining the crops and mining the corn. All of a sudden there were no nutrients in the soil. That has happened here. So it's important, even it just it, and think about as, as we were doing our Ian initiative, it was a local situation. We go global. If you think about this locally and just in your own home, compost, just get a compost thing right by your kitchen. Don't put it down the, the, the garbage disposal because that's good stuff. Put it out and start your garden. My, and I, I had not done a garden since I was back home in Montana really hadn't. And and the garden was beautiful and it tastes like something. So, so what that wheat belly Christopher was saying, it really wasn't wheat belly down there. It was roundup belly because it was all the, all the chemicals and all the, just the pesticides that are in wheat 
that you can test that come in. And like you, like I said, corn is even, is even worse. And, and I, everybody there, you know, there's things that you either like spicy, bitter, sweet, salty, and, and that's just the way it is or spicy. Well, I like spicy and salty. Give me a tortilla chip and I'm happy as a clam. Oh, but but the, in, at least get an organic tortilla chip. That's the same reason by because you won't have as many of those, just those nasty, nasty uh, uh, chemicals that you put in. I mean, I think about where my mother grew up in Laurel, Montana. Mm -hmm. I didn't know when I was a young girl that air didn't smell. We had the largest oil refinery from oh. Minneapolis to, to Seattle. And because there was no OSHA requirements when I was growing up, remember 68 and a half. Then what did they do out in the summer? They sprayed for mosquitoes with DET. Do you know everybody on that city block where I lived in that little town died of brain cancer, my mother with pancreatic cancer, bone cancer, oh. you name it. So stay away from the pesticides, stay away from those things as much as possible. If you're in an urban environment, just make sure that your home has fewer chemicals in it. Ladies, use chemicals that are on your face that are natural. Go ahead and, and get a you know, get an ionization uh, a filter for your house. There are things that you can do. And, and I'll be happy to share any of this information because if you don't know that you don't know, you don't know. And it will kill you. Just mm -hmm. saying. It's so true. I mean, when you think about all the different things and antiperspirant and all the different stuff when you think about it it's like oh yeah it's a little it's a little it's a little but when you think about the magnification of that over time and then you get to be in your 70s and you're like i was i was having a conversation with somebody today i have a book club and we were just finishing up a book called no regrets by daniel pink it's a good book and we were talking about that i said i don't really don't have any regrets in my life but i i for i, I anticipate potential regrets and the only one i can really think of is that i'm 75 years old and i'm looking back on my life and thinking wow i i did good I did good. I did good enough. Good enough is 70. I want to be excellent. I want to be at 90. So I, I forced myself to make more and more food choices. I wasn't a vegetable person, but I became, I became a vegetable person and I didn't become a vegetable, obviously, um, unless you call corn. Um, but, you know, just really looking and examining all those different things. And then looking at the other aspect, it's, it's the nutrition is one aspect, but talk to us about supplements. Cause I know I see all my friends doing athletic greens and all, and they're hyping them up. And they're like, Oh my God, they're so amazing. You know, obviously you gotta you gotta do your research, but what's what type of supplements do you recommend for people who maybe aren't, you know, loving vegetables and, and that type of food? They they'll still need to get those nutrients. What are some of those supplements people can use to to still get the nutrients? And supplements, I love that word. You know, vitamin stands for it's a great question. Vital minerals. That's what the word vitamin stands for. Okay. Yeah. Now mm. it's a contracted word. You need 90 minerals to be just above dead dead. Okay, you need 90 minerals. If you don't have 90 minerals, you won't live. Now, ladies, I got some bad news for you. If you've had three kids, guess what? Your mineral depletion is already at 70%. You're only working at 70% capacity. You use 10% of your minerals with every child that you birthed. And that includes miscarriages. And, and, and the way I look at supplements, well, I eat good. You know, I get this all the time. How about... Would you ever go out of your driveway with your car without car insurance? No, it'd be crazy. Well, yep. you have you have supplements for your car insurance. It's the same for your body. It's the same thing. That car insurance, this is for your body. If you're going to do one vitamin, 
that you really say is a is a great multivitamin. Do something that is for your immune system. I really, I really like, I'm very partial to mushroom therapy. And the reason being is the mushrooms are alkaline. And we're talking about reishi, mataki, shiitake, uh, blaze eye. We're talking about turkey tail and lion's mane. And I can, there is, there are great pharmaceutical grades. Just run from the ones that you see at the strip mall, run from your CVS and Walgreens because they have been their inert substances. Get living foods. But reishi because, and all these mushrooms will keep your body alkaline. An alkaline body is a disease-free body. Then you put blue-green algae, which has no alkalinity properties, but it's acidic. You put those two together and you have a living food. What did they find on Mars, Christopher? Remember the first thing they found and they knew there was living life. They found algae. It is the lowest form. And algae and mushrooms grow the quickest. So get something for your immune system. Give yourself vitamin C and zinc, especially in this COVID era, but not ascorbic acid. It's vitamin C. It's a totally different thing. And vitamin D and K2 together. And you've got a winning combination. You don't have to do a bunch, but you want to get your Bs as well. B3, B6, and B12. Get a great combination. And that is actually, that's on the blog, uh, the blog that's right in there. I give six easy supplements, no fail supplements, because people want things that are easy, effective, and sustainable. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Nobody wants complicated, especially with health, because you're out making your dream and everything. I want something that you can do. And that to me is, it makes all the difference and mind your mind coming back to your mind, because when you mind your mind and give it great thoughts, great vitamins, like as you, as you get older, if your age is 55 and above, you need to give yourself niacin. Why? Because it will give you that blood rush to your head. It will give you that blood rush to your head, which will help your circulation. So that's just some of the things that I recommend. Wow. I can't even believe we've already been going for 41 minutes. We're just like, we're just riffing and people are commenting. It's great. You have a book coming up. I want to, I want to have a, make sure you have an opportunity to talk about that. You have a new book coming out. You're, you're going to start to promote it. I know you put that in the show notes. So talk to us about what inspired you to do that and what the book is about. Well, actually, and thank you for, for pulling this up. This is my dissertation, the dissertation that I wrote. Now, it looks pretty, but it's it's a very big placemat on the dining room table. So I broke it down and decided to make it pedestrian and a handbook for life. So it's the 21 days to your best you creating your own foundational health footprint. So it takes you through 21 days, as you know, to make or break a habit. And it breaks seven days for how you can be in your foundations of life. And then there are seven days and principles that you know how to interact like you and I are interacting with a relationship because when you take care of yourself first and then relationships, and then we go into the keys for going in the world. One of my quotes that I did for my first book that was a compilation with uh, Ignite Publishing, I said, when you take care of you and your world first, the world around you is empowered forever. So that was my intention with the book. That's beautiful. What 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 are what would be something that's going to be surprising or that you're most excited about people reading in the book? 
Like when you think about like, I can't wait for them to get this. This is going to be like the juiciest piece. I can't wait for them to get the fact that you are the president of you incorporated, no matter what you do. Doctor, lawyer, Indian chief, baker, homemaker, health coach, executive coach, you are the president of you incorporated. So if you can treat yourself like your own CEO in whatever walk you do, that will be amazing. That's beautiful. Um, I've got a couple more questions because we're going to we try to keep it under an hour. Um, aside from health and fitness and thinking about your journey and being where you're at, what are some other key ingredients for why you've aged so gracefully and well and beautifully? What are some other aspects of your life that you know have contributed to your longevity? Okay, we talked about mindset. We talked about gratitude. Um, I will say I had a situation with stage four cancer Whoa. myself. Because And when I say that I know that you cannot exercise your way out of a bad diet, can't exercise your way to health, I decided I was going to do a marathon a month because I was a master marathoner. It was too much. It toxified my liver. And I had a situation with stage four melanoma. Whoa. That got me serious. Okay. That how old were you when that happened? 44. And see, and, and it was that six months to live thing again. And I'm going, what's going on here? Because even as a health coach, I was helping everybody else. I had raised my sons as a single mom and I, I was cutting corners. So I got back serious. I juice every day. And if you don't like juice, get over it. Put some pineapple in it. Put some put something that you like in the juice because you can never eat a stalk of celery, two cucumbers, a bag of carrots, and um, and a fistful of ginger in one day because you can juice it and do. Yeah. You get you bathe yourself with nutrition. That's one meal. Okay. I absolutely exercise six days a week, but I do a qigong walk that it 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 gets you going. I think the other thing that I just love 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 I love people. I love giving I back. What's that? So I can tell. Yes, because it's it is food, clothing, and shelter. But that's Basil's bottom, bottom mm -hmm. trust. See, when you said you wanted to get to 70, 75, guess what? You don't want to just get there. You want to go past there in self actualization. Amen. And the only way you can do that is like with that amazing charity work that you do, telling your story that you didn't stay in the back of the car, you didn't stay homeless, you didn't stay suicidal. You decided to do something. And I decided when I came back after my healing journey, that was 44, to be serious about it. I would absolutely encourage your, your guests and anybody that wants that level one health, check out Herba Mate Tea. It is absolutely the most delicious. It will give you caffeine or an alkaline mushroom coffee is really good because we get such bad habits with those things. I, I love green tea, but it kind of tastes like dishwater after a while, even for me. So, so Mate has, has that, that, that bit in it, but I've got to, if I can just indulge me in just one other thing, because you've got a choice. These detox or tumors, your body gives a choice. Yeah. And, and really going ahead and coming up with a systematic cleansing routine. It's a parasite cleanse and it must be done precisely i have a precise way i've been i've been taught by one of the five people in the world that does it this way i'm very happy to say that it works i i just had a client that's going down i'm doing an intensive on thursday and friday and she had a benign meningioma you know that's not a good thing in your brain you think you don't no, even no. you know 
And just because it's benign doesn't mean it's going to stay benign. Yeah. She came to me. Now, I'm not making any medical claims, but the body put in the right condition will heal itself. You have new cells in your body every six months, but you have new blood flow. So you do these according to the blood flow. You go from the parasite cleanse to the colon cleanse, liver, kidney, and gallbladder. And what do you think happens to the way? And I have done this for 25 years. I do it systematically and you do a cleanse and a detox and you know how your body reacts because you listen. You don't wait for the tap on your shoulder. Right. Tap on your shoulder, two by four, Mack truck. Be proactive, be proactive. So that's the last thing that I really want to share. Cleansing is so important. Detox or tumors because health isn't something you do. It's what you become. As I said earlier in the, in the broadcast, it's what you become along life's journey, Christopher. So true. So true. Fire, fire. I'm actually going to have to go back and, and, and listen to this and take notes. So thank you for that. But I want to, I want to shift gears while that we have a few minutes left. I have another question for you, but I want to talk about which you, you have a, your backdrop right now. And recently I was uh, honored to be a part of your hurricane Ian relief here yes. this weekend. Um, I want to play this video for everybody who is watching. So we're going to do that. And I want you to talk about it. So we're going to share this and I'm going to um, hit play. Ozzy, shut up. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So talk to us about the Hurricane Ian relief. It's your backdrop right there. I was honored to be a part of that. Why'd you get involved and what's the mission of this and how can people help? Boy, that's a mouthful, Christopher. And and I think the, the dog he was just deciding was going to give. He was going to give to the, the fund. I think that was it. But all kidding aside, I've lived in Florida for 22 years. I've never seen such devastation. This was as my, my, my husband, who is a marine archaeologist, he said, this is going to be the mother of all of all hurricanes. It was the Moab. And and it was those things that hit you out of the blue. I've been through a hurricane where I lost a lot of my possessions, but nothing like this. Fort Myers and Naples is the 12th largest G GDP in the United States. It's gone. 
90% of Fort Myers is gone. Three barrier islands gone. And you say, well, we have FEMA, we have this, we have that. I've seen it personally. And I couldn't just sit aside. It's kind of how you got involved with your non-for-profit. You know, you wanted to get involved. You said, just do something. And so I'm asking your audience, just do something. We're out to raise a million dollars. Why? Because before marriage, BM, before Bob, before marriage, when I was in my corporate health coaching business, I had five corporate clients down in Fort Myers for 10 years. I mean, I was invited to their weddings, the baby showers and everything. These businesses are gone. But thinking about if you if you had you had gainfully employed, you were gainfully employed. Guess what? Your your job is gone. I, and and the PTSD. I mean, Christopher, you saw Kevin Ruain, who is the the state head of the Florida Mayor's Association, could hardly keep it together. And the fact that he was able, because he's a civil engineer, to figure out a bridge over there. And this Robert Mailer, my dear friend Robert Mailer and colleague, was saying when 600 electrical trucks just came, it didn't mean that they got electricity back. But the stories have been horrific. And what happens in Florida, because the government takes time to go, that we're racing against the clock. And like you said, with your non-for-profit, I want to make this really clear. This is an initiative. My husband and I are running the money through our corporation. But every single dime, every single dime is going to Hurricane Ian relief. And we're going to, after I get back from a speaking engagement in San Diego, we're going to go down and deliver those checks. I'm going to take my video crew from my TV station. We're going to video us giving these people the money that we've already raised. How can you get involved? It is hurricaneian.world, hashtag GoFundMe. You can just go ahead. You can go to my you can go to my website. You can go ahead and go to my Facebook page, Jody Nylander Bayer, and it's all there. Get involved. If ten dollars and a hundred thousand people giving ten dollars, as we said, or uh, just a thousand people giving a hundred dollars is going to give us that hundred dollars, and then we have ten thousand. But it will be a little from a lot. And I know it will make all the difference. I want to thank you for the bottom of my heart for what you did. Like I said, who shows up to say, can I be of service and speak again when we had a little glitch in the program? Christopher, you're one of a kind. Your heart is as raw and unscripted as everything is about you, mindset, skill set, and what you do with everything set. And I want to thank you for being there. We're going to be doing this again on the 17th and 18th of November. So be looking for this. You'll be seeing Christopher's name in our next article from businessinnovatorsmagazine.com and business trendsetters. We've been mentioned in 360 newsworthy stations now and outlets since Friday. So we're on our way. We're going to get our million because these people deserve it. They didn't know that old Florida was going to be gone. You saw that with Senator Marco Rubio. He could hardly hold it together when he said, old Florida is gone. Well, let's help them rebuild and reset yeah. so we can say that they're surf thrivers. And thank you, Christopher, for being a part. No, it was my honor. It was my honor. I was honored to be asked. And whatever I could do to help, I mean, that's why I put that out there with the coaching offer and everything else. You know, we got to help. We got to help ourselves. We got to help each other. The government's not going to come do it. I have friends down there that have just been devastatingly hit. Their cars were washed away. They made their entire living from doing Uber and stuff like that. 
Like, what am I going to do now? They like the, they, their insurance and don't even get me started on the insurance. Like I heard somebody was talking about the fact that, that their homeowner's insurance only covered $250,000 and what happened, but their expenses are, are, are 10 times or not 10 times that, you know, three, three times that and they're trying to rebuild and they're just, there's no opportunity. And then, and I, that's what I went through with my friends here in Southern California. They lost their house in the, in the Hollywood Hills fires and the couple of the fires that we had out here, they didn't have enough money to rebuild. So they had to move. Like they, that was their whole, that was their family's house and they had paid for it and everything else. It got burned down. They didn't have the money to rebuild it. So, I mean, there's so many different things, but we, this is a perfect time for us all. Like I said, in the broadcast, no matter white, straight, Democrat, Republican, whatever, Vax, no Vax, whatever. You, this is a we time to set all that stuff aside and, and to help one another build each other back up and set the tone for the rest of the world to say, hey, the United States is still united and we're still here for one another to make this world a better place. So I just think what you're doing is absolutely phenomenal. I'm honored to be a part of it. For you guys listening on the podcast, go to www.drjod.com, D-R-J-O-D-E-E.com. Go there. You can find all the links. Um, we're going to make sure the links are here in the broadcast uh, for people watching this on the replay so they can just click directly on it. And uh, I just appreciate and honor you, your 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 passion, your um, your enthusiasm, your experience, your intelligence, your humor. Um, you're just a you're just an awesome soul, just a kick-ass soul. So, whatever I can do, anytime you've got my support. And uh, my final question to you before we close out the show is: um, You have a microphone to the world right now, the world. You have a microphone to the world. What is your message to people? to lead them inspired to really kind of take that initiative to take more responsibility for their life now. Because when you look back at your life, are you going to say, I did it all? When you go back in your life, did you spend all of your health trying to get your wealth and then your health is gone and I have no health? Mind your health right now because your macro living starts in your micro life then you will have your spiritual pillar, your physical pillar, your mental pillar, emotional, social, and the financial will be the foundations of health. You will have your life. So live your life this day as if it were your last, because it may be. But when you live your life with no regrets, not looking in the back of the mirror, not thinking what should have, could have, did happen to me, that's in the past. Make your love for you and you incorporated the most that you can do. And then you know that life was worth living because you lived full. You died empty because you said, as my favorite quote is, life is like a milkshake. Choose your ingredients wisely. And when you do, it will be oh, so sweet. Thank you, Christopher. I was just honored beyond honored to be here. You are magnificent, my dear. Magnificent. I love you. I appreciate you so much. And uh, I just know we're going to be doing great things together and whatever I can do to support. Um, I appreciate you. And I will definitely make sure the links are in here as well. I'm going to place you backstage here. Um, and uh, don't go anywhere. So I can still have a little quick chat with you. I know it's bedtime over there. Um, I'm going to just, I'm just going to close out the show. So thank you for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. 58 minutes. 58 minutes, ladies and gentlemen, of enthusiasm, of intelligence, of experience, experience. I want to say expertise and experience. Experience. Yeah, I do that a lot. You guys know that. Experience right now, today, in this show. If you're just catching it halfway through, go back and watch it from the beginning. And again, get yourself one of these things. It's called a pad of paper. Get yourself a pen and say, hey, out of this conversation, I intend 
on finding gratitude for some of these things, but I intend on acting on a couple of them. What is it that you're going to act on? And then what I want you to do, and I've been asking this of the listeners of the show, and some people have actually been doing this, um, is let me know what it is that you applied. Let me know, hey, I watched that episode with Dr. Jody, and here's what I've applied. And in the last six weeks, here's how my life has changed. Because I'd like to forward those inf- those those pieces of information back to my guests as an appreciation to say, hey, thanks. You know, you didn't just come on here and talk to thin air. You didn't just come in here and talk to a couple people. You talked and you made a difference. And that's one thing that we could all do in our life is make a difference. It's one thing to get inspired and go, oh my God, you know what? I'm going to go check out mushroom coffee and I'm going to, I'm going to stop, you know, buying food on the the inside of the store. You know, we've heard that, you know, buy your food from the outside of the store, I guess. Um, But, you know, it's one thing to be inspired, but it's another thing to take action, committed, decisive, disciplined action over a period of time. Can you imagine what your life would feel like and what it would be like if you felt 20, 30, 40, 50% better, depending on where you're at in your journey, if you lost 40 pounds. 20 pounds, 10 pounds, five pounds, right? You know, my wife, I'm watching my wife right now. She's lost a bunch of weight. She feels so much better. She wants to do more. She's not procrastinating more. She's not eating back. She's doing like, she's woken up out of this fog. And now she's like, let's go do this. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. We start taking better care of ourselves. We start thinking better. We start thinking clear. We have more energy, more experience. What can I do? I want to go help somebody else. The hero's journey. We've seen that Joseph Campbell story. If you do not know what the hero's journey is, Go check it out. The Hero's Journey, Joseph Campbell story. It's on YouTube. It's free. It's like an hour and 23 minutes. It's an amazing journey. And it talks about if you've been through shit and you've been to hell and back and you're going through a downtime right now, you have to understand that this is happening for you and not to you. And when you sit there and say, what can I learn from this experience? What am I supposed to gain from this experience? And start applying those principles imperfectly. It does not have to be perfect, ladies and gentlemen. You sit there, oh, when this is right and this is right, this is right, then I'll do that. No. It starts today. You heard her. Have some lemon water by your your table. That's one thing you can do. All the different things you can cut out the fried foods. You know, sit there and think about. Okay, I'm not ready to be fully healthy, but I'm willing to commit to four days. Four days a week, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to eat. Da da da. You start feeling a little bit better. Then you start looking at that candy in the bowl. And you're like, wow, I haven't had candy in a couple of weeks. Oh, you know, my pain is is bad. We didn't even talk about inflammation. We I wanted to go on that that route. We'll have her back on the show. So for me personally, I've got bad back and I've got achy joints and stuff like that. When I don't eat sugar and I don't eat gluten and I don't drink alcohol, all that stuff starts to subside. The inflammation, everything else, the pain. And then what happens? Oh, I want to do more stuff with my kid and my kid's happier. When my kid's happier, my wife's happier. When my kid's happier, he's doing better at school. It's all building upon itself, but it starts with you, ladies and gentlemen. You guys know I'm poking you right there in the eye because you're watching me right now. Don't let yourself wind up with regrets. Don't sit there and and get to your 70s, 60s, 50s, wherever you're at, and all of a sudden you have cancer. Or all of a sudden something's going down. And you wish you coulda, woulda, shoulda. Oh, man, all I had to do was eat green vegetables and have a smoothie. Oh, all I had to do was take some vitamins and get some exercise, get some vitamin D, take better care of my health, alkaline. That's all I had to do, really? And now I'm sitting here facing death. You heard her talking about it. Stage four cancer. Bounce back. Got her mom from six weeks to, to three years, if I remember correctly. Um, we can do it. You can do it. And together we can do it. So let's hold each other accountable. How about that? You guys know I've done 75 hard a couple of times throughout the period of me doing this show. I think I've done it twice since I've done the Raw and the Scripted show. 75 days, two workouts a day, total healthy cleaning, eating, healthy eating, no booze, no sugar, um, You know, reading 10 pages of a personal development book, eat, drinking a gallon of water a day. You guys were commenting like, God, Chris, you're losing weight. Your skin is looking clear. Da, 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 da. You know, we can do this. You got to have the discipline. You got to have the power. You have to have the desire to be here to continue to make changes in your life. Be here for your family. Be here for your loved ones and leave a legacy that you're proud of. All right. 
I love you guys. Go out there and be brilliant. Share this show out. When you got value, I know you got value on us. Share this out on your social media and say, hey, listen, I just watched Dr. Jody and fuck, she's on fire and look how beautiful she is. And here's some tips that you can apply in your life. And just imagine how different the world would be if just maybe 10% of the population started feeling better, looking better, eliminating that stress, getting rid of that fatty liver disease and really rocking and rolling their kick-ass unstoppable life like I want you to. So whether you're watching this live or on the replay, let us know how you like the episode. And of course, as always, go check out noexcusescoach.com. And I just want to put this back up here again. Go check out, in case you just missed it, www.drjodie.com. And also you can check her out on social media everywhere at the health coach Jody. Um, check it out. And it'll be all here in the show notes for you guys to click on that and go connect and let her know how magnificent she is and what a beautiful soul she is. So I love you guys. We'll see you here next week, next Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And of course, if you want to take us with you on the go, we are on audio podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, iTunes, all the places you get uh, you get um, podcasts. Um, you guys can take us on the road with you. I think this is episode number 182. So Ron and has been going for 182 episodes. And if you ever want to check out the kick-ass radio show that I did before this for three years, I can send you a link to that. That was a cool show too. Um, but anyways, I love you guys. I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. The Misfits for Life. Go out there, be brilliant. Donate to Hurricane Ian. Help out. Do whatever you can to make this world a better place, please, for my son who's six years old and for all the kids out there. They don't deserve to inherit a world that's fucked up. They deserve to inherit a world that's beautiful, and that's up to you and me to do that. All right? See you here next time on The Ron and Scripted Show.